episode nine of the Jesus Network. And Here we are. It's beginning to uh, look a lot. No, not oh, yet. Okay, okay we're not sorry. Well, I thought you were singing it. Not yet. It's beginning to look a lot like uh, COVID season. <laughs> That's what's happening. That's terrible. I know, we but just it's replaced a beautiful song. It's you did it. It's it's our real life right now. So here's what happened. Yeah, what's going on? We're just going to jump right in. A lot of people don't see all of the crazy behind the scenes news that we catch all the time. You know, the media doesn't always talk about these things. Well, so what's going right, on? Right, Depending on who you follow on Instagram and TikTok and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But a couple weeks ago, maybe like two, it wasn't very long ago. Mm -hmm. I saw one or two reports come out about that they are probably trying to going, they're probably going to try to enforce masks again mm -hmm. and social distancing and just kind of ramp up these like COVID things. Oh boy. So Miles and I went on TikTok and we just posted a clip that we're like, hey, listen, if this happens, we are not shutting our church down. Like we are staying open. We're not doing 2020 again. We're not having a redo. We've mm -hmm. learned. We're not being controlled. You know, like we're a church that's going to stay open. We encourage other churches to do the same. Um, got a ton of traction right away for multiple reasons. People were either like, yes, amen. Or people were like, you're an idiot. That's not happening. Or they were like, don't you care about people? And don't you want to not kill people? And stuff like that. And so it got like 100,000 views, right? Tons of comments. And then TikTok shut it down. Of course. Totally took it off. For hateful and harmful behaviors. For hateful and harmful behaviors. Not just because we false. said we wanted to stay open as a church. Right. Not they didn't care false about information. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> we we've realized that D cuts me off a lot on these things. It's ridiculous. They can't edit out cutting out, you know? You can't cut out cutouts. Cutoffs. Cutoffs? Miles Anyways. hasn't we haven't eaten in four days, but anyway. So TikTok took us down and said, this is a hateful speech and you can't talk about this and whatever. And then lo and behold, literally the next day, we start seeing these reports yeah. about different schools, one in um, Atlanta enforcing masks, a school in Texas shut down for the whole week, a whole mm -hmm. um, district shut down for a whole week. Um, some Hollywood company where, you know, and it's like, it's starting to happen again. Mm -hmm. So what's so funny is that on that video that we put out, people, some people were not happy that a church was speaking about COVID. Mm -hmm. And so today we're going to talk about COVID and the church. Yes. And where do we have to step in? Mm -hmm. Where are we allowed to have an opinion and have a say? And what should the church do if we start to see these things again? Yeah. Well, for one, I'm tired of people trying to remove the voice of people. Mm -hmm. For example, when it when it's conversations about abortion, the whole big thing became no uterus, no opinion. Right. You know, if you're not a girl, then you whatever, right? So men were no longer allowed to speak up as if we're not fathers as well, you know, and don't play a role in this. And it takes two to tango. So obviously you had to have a voice, right? But no, they try to remove somebody's voice. And then in this scenario, it's like the church's voice has to be removed or the voice that goes against um, whatever it might be. I wouldn't even just say the government. I would just say uh, weird protocols that yeah. we realized didn't work. We already know that. Right. Um, and, you know, my biggest fear is, is people controlling me. So when I feel controlled, I want to break out. Mm -hmm. um, but in this case, uh, what we saw happen after 2020 is we saw so many people uh, talking about the struggle of the church um, but it wasn't in the midst of COVID. It was after COVID because right. they shut down. 
And what do you mean when you say the struggle of the church? The struggle of the church coming back from COVID. Right. Everything was about, oh man, we're still trying to recover from COVID. And that's mm -hmm. financially, that's attendance, um, commitment from people. Uh, I think a lot of people, you know, they, they took it as a moment to celebrate like, oh, our online viewership has increased. Um, yeah, I saw a little video clip of somebody introducing somebody to speak at their church one day and they said something like, oh, for all of you uh, joining us online, we're so glad to have you here. And I'm like, they're not here. They're, not here. they're at home. <laughs> they're gone. They're not here. Um, but unfortunately, when you keep people at home away from the body, they're no longer active. It's right. like you're a, oh, we're a full body of Christ, but the hands are at home today. And mm -hmm. you, you can't be a full body unless you're together. Yeah. Could we go on record saying that you're not going to church if you're watching from home? Is that like super offensive? Well, yeah, because we've talked about this before, even at Freedom House, that you don't go to church. You are the church. Exactly. You're called to be the church. The church is the body of Christ. It's not an event that you participate in yes. occasionally. But we've made it an event. Absolutely. And so... What for you, what did you notice, you know, with COVID shutting down and and now we see the return and people not coming back or numbers not being the same or whatever. What do you think that exposed mm -hmm. in the church? Yeah. Like, what do you think COVID showed us, not even just as pastors, yeah. just as believers about the body? Like, what did it like shine a light on? Yeah. I think a lot of people have said like the word recovery is what I've heard so much. It's like, oh, we haven't recovered. We haven't recovered. Yeah. I think the word they need to recognize is revealed. Yes. This COVID revealed like, like, oh man, we just haven't got back up to the numbers. No, COVID actually removed the ones who were not part of the body. They were just attending what you were putting on or, each week. Babe, what if we look at it a different way and COVID removed people from going to events and mm -hmm. they recognized, I don't need to go to an event every mm -hmm. Sunday. Mm -hmm. I'm better off. And now did they get plugged in somewhere else? I don't know. But a lot of people yeah. are almost kind of recognized wait, maybe I don't need to attend every mm -hmm. week because we're doing the same thing week yeah. in and week out and we're going to church to be entertained. So why do I need to do that? So yeah. I think it, it kind of revealed both ways. Very true. I've never had to be in the conversation so many times until after COVID hit where people battle between like, you don't have to go to church to be mm -hmm. a Christian. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, but if you read the Bible, you should desire to be in church with your, with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. It says in Hebrews 10, like, hey, we're supposed to stir one another one another up for love and not neglecting the gathering of the brethren, right? We're not supposed right. to neglect gathering together as some are in the habit of doing. And then it says specifically, um, as the day is getting near, like as the end is coming, like in the last days, you're going to see people are going to neglect gathering mm. together. And wow. everybody who doesn't even read the Bible would say this statement to be true. There's power in numbers. Yeah. So to disconnect from the body and think that you're powerful. No, 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 no. Right. You will be empowered to be my witnesses. And what do you tell them to do? Wait here. Mm -hmm. With who? With each other. All 120 of you. And before the spirit even was poured out, Jesus, it wasn't even Jesus. It was the disciples because they knew this number 12 was so important. We have to be unified and together. So even with Judas now gone, they replace him. Because right, in order right. for us to be the church, we have to be unified. And we, Jesus, he chose 12 of us. There needs to be 12 of us for this. Mm -hmm. So they did it. Yeah. And then the body came together. And then what happened? The spirit broke out. Mm -hmm. And it's the church powered. was birthed. Yeah, exactly. So what do we think is going to happen now? Mm -hmm. I think the church is just going to still be good if we're just all hanging out at home. You can't be the church if, if you're hanging out at home. Mm -hmm. Ah, It just grieves me. Yeah, unless you're doing home church, which some people do. With people. With people, though. Yes. You have to be around other believers and, and have that community and have that, like you said, that power. One of the things that 
that drives me crazy actually. And again, I'm not here to like, I don't, it's not my desire to offend. So if I'm being offensive, I'm sorry. However, um, one of my biggest irks with church and COVID and those things is seeing people, um, we saw certain things in certain videos or whatever of people at the altar getting prayed for, for healing, mm -hmm. wearing masks. Yeah. And so it's like, so do you believe that you can be healed or are you scared of a virus? Yeah. Do you believe that the, the Lord is with you? And now again, and I know people are like, well, some people have immune. And it's like, I get it. But it's also like we've lived how many years living mm -hmm. and not walking around with masks and not covering our faces and not being scared of our neighbors and not looking at people weird if they ha don't have one and all that stuff. But then walking into the house of God where you believe supposedly yeah. that Jesus is there, the Holy Spirit is there, the power of God is there. Yeah. But like we're scared of a, of a virus of getting sick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, if you're at the altar believing for healing, yeah. where's your faith really at yeah. if you're walking and living in, in fear? Yeah. Again, now, especially because there's a little bit in 2020 that I can attest to like, okay, there was a little bit of ignorance. I think at one point in 2020, every single one of us were like, wait, 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 what is this? Mm -hmm. A little, a little well, scared. Well, you watched Contagion on right, Netflix because before. It was, because it was trending on and Netflix. And you're like, <gasps> if I convenient? drop a cracker on the ground and I eat it, I'm going to die. 99% right. chance. Well, I didn't believe that. But oh, well, if, the movie sold it pretty if, well. If COVID was like Contagion and it was like a 50% death rate and you foamed at the mouth and died on the spot, sure, I'd wear a, I'd wear a mask. But... You know what I mean? So the way that it was like presented mm -hmm. to us, I don't mm -hmm. even remember what I was saying. Well, yeah. I don't, you, you were just either. going on a rant. I was going on a rant. You know what I think about though, is like what happened, you said you didn't want to offend anybody. Um, mm -hmm. And this, the reason we're even talking about this is because we are attempting to help people and call them up so that they don't fall into the same thing that they fell into last time. That's it. Yeah. There was ignorance in us in 2020. We didn't know any mm -hmm. better. Now we know there's been studies done for all those who say follow the science. There's been studies done that these masks don't work. Mm -hmm. Like you're still going to get it if yeah. you're going to get it. And so that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Like I'm not saying, oh, we're back in 2020 and we actually don't know. So we're just mm -hmm. trying to be smart about it. It's yeah. like, no, we, we've now seen yeah. the outcome. Yeah. So now it's like, are we living in fear mm -hmm. or are we living in faith? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because it's not a matter of telling people you can't wear a mask. You can't. I don't like to be told I have to wear a mask. Right. Because you can do I don't want to wear. Do, but I'm not if you have a, mask. a beard, it feels terrible to wear a mask. It just it tickles feels you. terrible when you don't have a beard. Well, I I don't know what that feels like, so I'm glad that you. <laughs> it's good that you don't know what that feels like. Otherwise, that'd be interesting for us. But. Anyways, I'm never going to yell at someone who's wearing a mask. No, I know. But it's not about the mask. Right. It's about are we being led by fear? Right. Or are we truly walking by faith? Right. Because my question is, if you go back to the early church, what would nowadays Christians have been like back then for the early church? Because think, think about it. Like, don't go outside. People might die. People might get killed. Well, every believer ran the risk of being put mm. in prison or killed for their faith. Right. And I'm not saying COVID is about your faith of believing in Jesus, but at the same time, if it's keeping you from sharing the gospel, then there's a problem. Mm -hmm. If it's keeping you away from being a part of the body, if it's keeping you out of community, we've talked about this before in church all the time, that God created us in his image and his image was to be in relationship. You have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. When he created Adam, he created Adam and Eve because he was lonely and he said, be fruitful and multiply. It's always been God's design to be in community. So something that attacks community, the word unity is in the midst of it. Something that attacks mm -hmm. unity of the brethren, unity of the of the body of Christ, 
is not of the Lord and it's not to be welcomed or tolerated. And I think people have confused. They're like, they come at Christians. Even Christians yeah, come at yeah. Christians with the whole like, no, the Bible says you have to obey the government. Listen, guys, that scripture was written for governing authorities talking about believers because it says that they uphold righteousness. So if a governing body like a government is not upholding righteousness, they're not the spiritual government that we're talking about in the mm -hmm. scriptures. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful when you start to take those things because look at all the governments throughout the world. Right. Would you think we, it's godly to obey some of these governments? How about the governments that are that are okaying abortion and uh, homosexuality and marriage? And marriage so is a government? covenant. Hmm? I said, so our government? Yeah, no, no, yeah. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like many governments, yeah. right? So to say, it's so interesting that people are like, no, you have to. Well, guess what? Like the Roman government took part in the crucifixion of Christ. Right, right. Like, I think we have to recognize that. Yes, Jesus was obedient mm -hmm. to death on the cross, but he, he did that for a reason. Yeah, this is what, this is what bothers me. Because again, I feel like there are so many things that you can do just as a human. But for whatever reason, when you're a pastor, or when you're a Christian, when you're a part of a church or when it's a church doing something, there is, it's like people are ready to pounce. Mm -hmm. Again, whether it's Christians or, or non-believers, but even saying things like that, like you, you can't have a say in this or you can't, you know, speak out on this or you can't do this or yeah. whatever. It's like, it's, it's just. Yeah, just notice how it was 50-50 during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. You had about 50-50 from what I saw, and and but but 100% of the volume was coming from the other side saying, you have to stay at home, you have to isolate, you right. have to wear a mask. Right. And the other side was kind of quiet yeah. on the media. I mean, goodness gracious, you were called hateful for mm -hmm. not wearing a mask. I mean, are you kidding grandma me? grandma killer, yeah. If you're wearing a mask because you want to, then you can block your own breath, but mm -hmm. it's not going to matter if I wear one or not for you. Mm -hmm. And if yeah. you're so afraid, then stay at home, unfortunately. Like... And I get, look, that's when the whole thing came out. Like, oh, that's not love. You need to love your neighbor. Well, mm -hmm. guess what? Just like the scripture I referenced earlier, we have to stir one another up for love, not neglecting to meet together. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can't even fully love somebody without being with them. There needs to be community. This is even why when you go to uh, the way Jesus did things, um, how about the way he created us? He spoke everything into existence, yet when it came to man, he formed us and then he breathed the breath of life into our nostrils. He had to touch us. And then how about when he when he could heal people? He could just speak a word and they'd be healed. He didn't have to be in the vicinity. He said, just by your faith, go, they'll yeah. be healed. Yet at the same time, he would touch a leper. He would spit into, into dirt and make mud and touch a blind man. He would touch these people. He would teach them laying on of hands. Go, anoint them with oil. Lay your hands on them. In the early church, laying on of hands. It's because God, physical touch matters to the Lord. Mm. It matters. And if you don't believe that, well, then you've not been in a relationship. Physical touch matters. No matter if you're dating, if you're married, if you are parents, if you're children. Yeah. Physical touch matters so much. So to separate part of what God yeah. created us to be involved in is truly an attack against what God has called us to be. Yeah. So how as believers in this season now, because, you know, we, we kind of rehashed a little bit of stuff in 2020, but obviously we know the tactics. We know that what they're trying to do. We're seeing it a lot. And again, just go look in for different articles. You can see what's going on. But how do we now move forward mm -hmm with this as believers like because again I feel like people come at Christians speaking out against it saying things like oh you're conspiracy theorists oh or you're being political or you don't care about your neighbor and and so it's like 
where, what can believers do and speak up and say? Mm -hmm. And also, and I mean, I feel like the answer is kind of obvious for us to encourage other churches and pastors to say like, stay open. And and I, I feel like a lot of pastors are leaning more towards that. Um, but you'll still have the, the people that are coming in and saying, you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't put people in danger and stuff like that. But as believers, like what's the, what's the path we take forward in this, this year? We've all heard the scripture that says kingdom, the kingdom suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Mm -hmm. There is a competitive nature that I think has to arise, like a zeal that has to arise in us that when things like this happen, and by the way, if it's not COVID, it will be something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, the closer we get to the end, there will be more wars and rumor of wars and earthquakes right. and all, whatever, and political things, all those things are gonna be happening. So I would just challenge you to look at what remains open and look at what they attempt to shut down. Mm-hmm. And if they attempt to shut down churches while letting other things open, then we are letting the kingdom of heaven suffer violence. Mm. on the earth we are letting it suffer violence because the violent are taking it by force so for me i want i want to fight yeah i want if paul tells us to put on the full armor of god that means you should be preparing to fight yeah and if we're not prepared to fight then we are cool with with spiritual warfare winning mm-hmm. and we are not having we're not in a battle against flesh and blood mm-hmm. and if we we can either just say that scripture and not believe it or say it like it's true because it's truth it's the word of god mm-hmm. so we have to recognize that and i think it's just a call to the, call to action for the church that yeah you need to stay stay open and and, and even at the place if you need to stay open if it risks uh, a lot yeah. If it risks finances, if it risks um, you being thrown in jail, and I'm not saying that's happening right now, but if it were to happen, get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, persecution will be getting heavier. Mm-hmm. And when it does, you have to be prepared. If you're not prepared, you'll fail. Exactly. I, I, when you say, you know, we need to fight, think about anything that you care about. You're willing to fight for it. Do we care about yeah. our nation, nation, our freedom, our lives, our community, our, you know, it's like, do you care enough about that? I'm at a place now where I'm like, I will fight tooth and nail. I will never put a mask on my face again. Me either, babe. We're kind of far, but like, is it, what, is, we it social because I, is it because I want to be defiant against the government? No, it's because you're not taking my freedom. I don't want you to cover up that beautiful face. It's ridiculous. Something that doesn't work. You know what I mean? And that's where that's where I'm going to take a stance. And that's where we have to be bold mm-hmm. and it be okay and it not yeah. be this blur between Christianity and being calm and being defiant and not whatever. It's a matter of what are you willing to stand up for? Mm-hmm. And what are you willing to fight for? And even think about your kids. You know, they're putting masks on kids in schools again. And it's like, it's not even good for their immune system, whatever, whole thing. But it's just like, we need to defend our children. We need yeah. to defend our our religious mm-hmm. freedoms and beliefs and and be able to say like, hey, we're going to do something different this time mm-hmm. around. Because like you said, if, if persecution is only going to get stronger and harder as time goes by and the end, you know, comes closer, which it is, then like, if we can't stand up against COVID, y'all yeah. were doomed. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I believe and I do that Jesus is coming back soon. And for those of you that are like, oh, this guy's crazy. Uh, all the disciples believed it and they lived like it. And that's the reason. Uh, if I believe he's coming back soon and, and I'm in heaven a thousand years from now, I want to look at my last few years of my life and say I gave everything I had to reach as many as I could. 
and I didn't let anything in the world hold me back from preaching the gospel or for loving people uh, the way that Jesus called us to love them. And that is by sharing the best news that you possibly could ever share, that Jesus created you, loves you, has a purpose for you, and desires to be with you for all of eternity. And I, I just, I can't be stopped. That's what they said in the early church too. They were like, we can't help but preach about Jesus. They're like, you can heal, but just don't talk about Jesus. Like we can't help, but he's, he, it's his name that we're doing this in. That's the way that we have to get. Yeah. But if you're not in that place, you will give in. If you're not in that place of saying, ah, nothing can keep me from preaching the gospel and loving people and living like the church and having a church in my house, if you get to that place, nothing will stop you. But if you're not there, then anything can stop you. Amen. Amen. Amen.